everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, but today we're getting off the Bruce train, and we are going to a little bit of love. That's right, Perry Adams, uh, who has been on the show before, is joining me, and I am thrilled to have her. Perry, how are you doing? I'm good, Jesse. How are you? I am great. Uh, yeah, back in December, Perry was in the middle of a kickstarting campaign for her latest album. And uh, spoilers, the Kickstarter was successful. <laughs> and yes! I, I got the CD in the mail. And uh, and I've been listening to it and loving it. And I reached out to her and I said, hey, would you want to come back on and kind of finish the story? And she was kind enough to say yes. So welcome back to the show. For sure. Thank you for having me. It's so, always fun to talk to you. Well, thanks. <laughs> for those of you who didn't hear the first episode, tell uh, my audience a little bit about yourself. Uh, I am Perry Adams. I am currently hailing from Pittsburgh, um, Pennsylvania, not Oklahoma, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm a singer-songwriter. I've been writing songs for... 15 years 15 years something like that um and uh uh so that i just released a new album on april 25th um and uh it's been a long time coming the last album i released was back in um 2011 so it was it was long overdue but i finally got it together <laughs> um but i i do mostly singer songwriter rock kind of stuff um, if you're looking for a comparative artist, uh, some people have mentioned Sarah Bareilles or Joni Mitchell, um, the stylings of like sort of the same style as John Mayer, but less guitar riffs. Yeah, I, I, th- I could <laughs> see that. I could see that. Um, so I, I, we want to get into the album. We want to get in the Kickstarter. But the first thing I've been doing lately is how are you doing in today's environment, um, are, you know, hopefully you're staying safe and you're good. But talk to me about, you know, how, how your life is doing. Yeah, um, well, it's I mean, I'm not bored by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I, I have a day job, so I'm working from home for 40 hours or more a week on that. And then, uh, you know, with all of the album stuff, I've been working on Kickstarter rewards and um, getting all of the details together to get the album distributed. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, um, then I've been, I do vocal coaching as well. So I've been doing some Skype vocal coaching and, um, uh, trying to keep in touch with friends and family who's who like I, I had one friend in New York who I used to um, do FaceTime brunches with all the time. Um, and so that, that that's obviously caught on like wildfire with everybody else. So sure. now everybody's like, oh, well, you're not doing anything. So just join this zoom call or this hangout yeah. and i'm like oh i'm not doing anything yeah crap i wish somebody told me <laughs> <laughs> yes well good i am glad you're doing well and i'm glad you're staying busy i'm yes. glad you're able to work from home i was able to as well oh um, good i know you had just gotten that that new gig so. i did and it's 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 interesting um you know I, i'm talking to you in the computer room and so normally behind me is uh, my son will be in that computer and then I will be in the living room on the laptop because he's working from home. And my poor uh, bride, Linda, feels like she's <laughs> stuck in the bedroom because like when she comes out, like he's on a conference call or I'm on a conference call and it just she feels like she's in the way. And we keep telling her, no, 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 not at all. So, um, yes. You've been hearing a lot of um, background noise because people are all working from home now. Yes. So it's like a dog or a screaming child or, you know, what what have you. The only thing I've reminded people, you know, at our place is, okay, um, if you can, you know, um, mute when you're not talking. um, For sure. And then 
Um, and then when it's your turn to talk, if there's a baby crying, there's a baby crying. And if there's a dog barking, there's a dog barking. We're all into this. It's okay. <laughs> yes. um, it is funny. The um, My system was running slow and um, I ended up calling my internet provider and they walked me through a couple of things. But, um, you know, he was saying, he showed me where he could look and I'm like, I had not realized, you know, my, my son's laptop, my laptop, we have three, you know, we have three DVRs, you oh know, um, <laughs> you know, because one for his room, one for the family room, one for our bedroom, you know, so, you know, his cell phone, my cell phone, Linda's cell phone, uh, you know, my fire tablet, connected. everything's connected <laughs> to the internet. So it's like, yeah, you've got a lot of devices pulling, you know, you know, uh, so, um, I was like, wow, um, and then I don't know about you, but, um, you know, in the middle of the day, things get slow sometimes online because, you uh -huh. know, the whole world is literally on the Internet at the same time. Yes, I haven't haven't noticed it, um, but it's only me here, here in my apartment. Okay. Um, so uh, I haven't noticed it. I have noticed that occasionally I get just the boot from my computer um, yeah. just my computer doesn't want to work anymore. Um, <laughs> it's tired. It's like, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Not today. That's interesting. That's great. Like, just just got to reboot. <laughs> well, I am glad you're safe. I am glad you're doing well. I'm um, glad you are as well. So in December, we were here. Um, Whiskey Aftermath was the name of the album you were working on. Um, and... Um, you know, the good news, when we were on there, you know, we weren't sure you were promoting um, the Kickstarter. Um, I and a lot of your friends did a lot of social media. You know, I, 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 I will yes, not. Yes, my champions. Yeah, I will not take, <laughs> I will I will take a small credit that I did my little part to, uh, you know, we had you on the show. We talked about the release. I did a lot of work. And so you successfully funded the Kickstarter campaign. Yes, I did. But my guess is that's where the work starts. So kind of talk <laughs> to me a little bit of the aftermath of when you've done that. Well, um, it's, it's interesting because um, I started the Kickstarter um, about a year and a half into the Whiskey Aftermath project. Okay. Um, so I actually started the recording and everything for Whiskey Aftermath in 2018. And um, so the Kickstarter, like, I had finally gotten to a point in the process where I thought, if I don't get help, I'm never going to finish this thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's where the Kickstarter came in. And so the the Kickstarter in and of itself was its own full-time job. Um, and then once it was over, I got this, uh, this crazy mental burnout in January. I wanted to do nothing, sure, not one thing at all. Um, but we had, um, we were already just about into the mixing and mastering part of, um, of the album making process. So, you know, I'm, I'm talking with my um, with my producer who lives in New York um, and he is working with the mastering dude. Uh, so, uh, you know, just the back and forth on that. I thought it was uh, it could have been worse as far as the number of times we sent stuff back and forth and different things that we were hearing that weren't quite right. Um, but that was the main busyness um, of January and February was getting all of that together and then figuring out um, who was going to do the PR for the campaign, um, which is still going on through next week. So <laughs> um, still, still pushing the album. I mean, I'll be pushing the album for like the next 10 years. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, just um, so you know, um, you, you get to jump in line um, normally I try to record people, you know, um, I try to have several episodes in advance and oh, yes. because of being, um, at home, um, I, I, the way I deal with 
um, stress as I podcast more. And oh, my, my, my wife has to remind me, okay, Jesse, you know, and so, um, so anyway, I probably, I, I actually was checking and, um, a little back, I have, I have nine podcasts scheduled to record and four of them I've already recorded. So you're oh, wow. my fifth one. And so if I do an episode of once a week, you know, I'm already into June. So, um, so, but you're jumping ahead. You're going to go out next week. Oh, that's very exciting for me. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) During the campaign, I figured, okay, like nothing against, you know, Chris and Phoenix and Steven, but there, they were, uh, there is no time sensitive to their discussion. They're just talking about Bruce and, and they are great episodes, by the way. Please listen to them. But I knew yes, you were I've been enjoying them. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So you're, you know, we're into that. Um, talk to me. Did you have um, backer um, reward remorse? Like, did you go? Why did I think this was a good idea to offer this reward? <laughs> It's interesting because the rewards that I put together, the the higher the higher end of the rewards, um, uh, not many people got those, so I didn't have as much remorse as I thought I might. Okay. Um, but uh, the the only one that that I am not sure was the most fabulous that I sent out was the poster that I put together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, other than that, I've really had fun, probably the most fun with the original pieces of artwork. Right. They've been, they've been a lot of fun. I decided to get the little, um, five by seven canvases mm-hmm. and do four canvases per art piece um uh and it's all about seasons and um, oh that sounds really pretty yeah i mean there's there's one that's got tr- a tree involved and then there's uh, another set that has llamas involved mm-hmm. and then there's another set that has cats involved <laughs> so mm-hmm. i've been having fun with those um so you've been working on this album a long time a dumb question are you you're pretty happy with it? I am. I am. I'm very happy with it. Um, I, I was a little nervous about the, um, the, there were two piano songs in there, uh, how to be alone and find me that took the longest to get the final piece for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, uh, I didn't want to put too much into it. I wanted them to be very simple. Uh, so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to have strings on there and it's going to be wonderful. And my friend in Nashville is going to do the strings and it, he's going to be great. And then, um, my friend in Nashville had this amazing life transformation that <laughs> he didn't have time to do strings for my album. Yeah. So I was like, okay, uh, pivoting uh what's next so i thought okay well maybe i could just have like a really sad cello on them because they're emotional pieces and i felt like a sad cello would be good so it i reached out to one girl because we had talked about it in person and she was interested and i never got a response from her and then finally i reached out to a friend of mine who i don't even know why i didn't think of her in the first place but um sarah clanton i've known her for years uh and i thought to myself oh well she plays the cello and she's awesome and she's a a singer songwriter in her own right so she would know the type of feel that would go with these songs um so she i i basically sent her a little message and it was perfect timing um because she had just freed up to do the project so uh perfect timing so uh, it was it was stressful but it was (laughs) it turned out um i think very well 
But, you know, I'm biased, too. So. <laughs> no, I will tell you, um, you know, I've listened to the CD a couple of times. And um, if you ask me, Find Me is my favorite song. Oh. So, so, yeah. And now then I'm looking forward to hearing it again, knowing, you know, to listen for the cello and to hear that part. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. So, oh, I'm well so done. Glad. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, what's the initial feedback been? What have you, have you heard anything? What are, what are you hearing? Uh, I have not heard anything bad. That's good. <laughs> so I, I will take that blessing. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, uh, I haven't, yeah, I haven't gotten any bad feedback. Um, That's good. Everything's been positive. Um, uh, I did get a, a question from a friend uh because one of the articles that came out called whiskey aftermath a country pop bop mm-hmm. and i was like okay cool yeah. it's not it's not far from a country pop bop yeah i'll call it what you want i'm currently calling my genre soulful folk pop okay. so <laughs> i like that because i'm i don't i sort of fit into a box but it's not it's not a perfectly square box so you know, if, if somebody wants to, uh, you know, use the fringes of that box, I say fine. Um, but that that was the only, like, interesting feedback that, that mm-hmm. I got. Good. Just like, really? Really? Your country pop? I was like, well, I'm not not country pop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the soulful, the soulful folk rock is a little closer. I think okay. especially the soulful, I think, is uh, you have a very sultry and, and especially on several of the songs, songs, very, you know, that kind of um, smoky barroom kind of, you know, almost the 40s, 50s, that kind of, you know, um, there's a story that Bruce, of course, it's Bruce Springsteen. Of course, of course I'm going to tell the story. Exactly. <laughs> but um, he, in his autobiography, he talks about that um, he and Patty got invited to um, Frank Sinatra and his wife Barbara's house, obviously before they passed, and yes. um, and they were they were um, they were around the piano, and Patty started singing, and I can't remember if it was Frank or Barbara, but one of them said, "Ah, oh, ah." Oh. I think it was Barbara. His wife said, oh, Frank, we got a singer here, you know, and we got a singer, you know, that that, you know, sultry saloon kind of blues singer. And um, and, you know, Bruce tells the story that they um, didn't spend a lot of time with the Sinatras, but enough. But when they did, they always talked about you know, Patty singing and how much they enjoyed it. So I, I get that same vibe from you. So I, I think that's true. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, Thank good. You. So how do you, Perry Adams, promote an album when you can't leave your apartment? Right? Because a big part of is you, you, you book gigs. Um, you know, you've got the CDs to sell. Uh, yes. You know, you, 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 you get a set, you, you, you connect with the audience, they fall in love with you, and then afterwards they come and they buy a CD. Fingers crossed, yes. Yes. Talk to um, me. How, what? First off, it sounds like you've, you've actually um, used part of your money to help promote this, help with the Kickstarter. You, yes. Part of this was promotion. But talk to me a little bit about that. So I, um, I've been working with a company called cyber PR. They are internet based. 
uh, out of New York. And it felt to me like they knew what they were doing. (laughs) So, and, and thus far, I have been very happy with, with everything that they've accomplished for me. So well worth the money that I've paid for them to help me um, get the word out because they have contacts at all of the blogs and, you know, all of those kinds of things. Um, and like Spotify playlists and all that fun yeah. stuff. So I, um, I, working with them has been great. And then I've just been trying to keep things going as far as my social media is concerned and trying to do a live stream every week to still promote uh, positivity because music is happiness to me. So I want to, I want to give that to other people who need that. And uh, I did do a um, album release live stream on the 25th for, for yeah. the, the live stream. And so now when we're thinking about opening back up the country, I'm looking to the fall to maybe do an album release tour. Because okay. um, And it's, it is interesting to me that I have met people that I don't know through promoting this. Mm-hmm. And it's, that that hasn't happened for me before okay so that's it's a new fun aspect of trying to get the word out online as much as possible um and like i i've been trying to have um friends family any of the kickstarter folks to uh just post stuff about the album like oh hey look i got this awesome package in the mail yeah. <laughs> um so that even their friends can um maybe think about going online uh streaming it anywhere sure. uh <laughs> downloading it go mm-hmm. for it or um i do i did set up a, a shop on my website mm-hmm. to sell the cd so uh, for people who are a little bit more old school and they want the physical CD, yeah, I mean, whether it's to play it or turn it into a coaster, I don't judge. No, I don't care. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I tweeted when I got my little package um, yes. and I wanted to share. I was just so excited about it. And um, it there are. There is a lot of good things that have happened because of this pandemic, um, along with a lot of sadness and a lot of people, uh, not to parody our our president, right? But one, you know, as he's like, one death is too many. And, and, the, and I'm not mocking him because I know that is a true sentiment. But um, there is so much, um, you know, M- Melissa Etheridge is doing a daily concert, you know, and, and she... She did a Springsteen concert. She did a, you know, she she did an hour of telling Bruce Springsteen stories and songs <laughs> that she did, That's and awesome. and she talked about that when she was younger, she wouldn't do them because they were um, from a, uh, a a loving a female perspective, most of him, and she was a little uncomfortable because she wasn't out yet. And now right. then she is, she, she says, I can do this. And in fact, she told this great story that um, uh, when she was invited to go on um, Unplugged, they said, who would you like yeah. to visit? And she said, well, if I could have anyone, I'd want Bruce Springsteen. And they said, okay, let's see if we can get him. And Bruce said, yes. Um, and so, um, and so like, what do you want to do? And she says, I want to do Thunder Road. And he's like, hey, we'll do Thunder Road. And and the very end of the song, right, um, so Mary Climb In, it's a town full of losers, I'm pulling out her in. And yep. she says, I want to sing and Mary Climb In. Because when I was younger, I wouldn't have said that. And it's important for me to say that phrase. Bruce's like, yeah, I'm good. So she tells the story that during every rehearsal, um, she would not say the line. She would look at him <laughs> to say it, 
And then she'd, oh yeah, I'm supposed to say it. So if you if you Google the live performance, you know that that we recorded, um, she says the line, and if you look at Bruce, he giggles <laughs> like oh, I can't believe you did it. <laughs> so uh, if you get a chance, that that is worth looking for to hear. And she told that story. I thought that was great. Absolutely. Um, so musicians like yourself are going out there and saying you know let me share let me just let me share some joy let me let me do some of my songs let me do some of my favorite cover songs let's yes. just let's get music and, and magic out there that wasn't really yes. a question i just wanted to share that i'm really proud of that and if you have any thoughts please share <laughs> yes well that that's sort of why i started doing it when basically everything started shutting down, I thought, okay, I'm an introvert, so staying home is not a huge deal for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have two growing kittens, so they're By the way, they are making a guest appearance right behind you. One of them is, <laughs> so on the podcast, yes. That's my little Luna. Okay. Um, my uh, um, Griffin's little, he's over there on their little bed. Um but, uh, yeah, so staying home for me is not a huge deal. Uh, it, it has gotten to be a bit much at this juncture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, but at the time, I was like, okay, well, I haven't done a live stream concert, you know, since the Kickstarter. So why don't I just get on more often? Well, I, I actually ju had just planned on doing the one. Um, and then we had such a good time. We were basically cackling, laughing. <laughs> I mean, at least I was. And then people said they were laughing, so I assumed that they really were laughing. Uh, and so we we had a really good time. And it, it I my entire self felt lighter after doing it. So I thought, okay, well, let's do it. Let's do it weekly. Hmm. Um, we'll spread a little love uh, because I have all these songs that I did for. Uh, so I used to do this. A blog called the Positivity Project, and I have over 200 songs just from that. Uh, that you know, I thought, well, I could pull some of those back out. They're all positive. They're all fun. Um, so I thought, okay, well, let, let's do this because it's really just brushing up my chops mm -hmm. <laughs> for songs that I learned in a day. And then sure. I thought, okay, well, I'll sing it at some point. And then, of course, you forget the song because you haven't sung it in so long. Um, and by forget the song, I mean, like, my hands forget how to play chords all the time. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> if I haven't played them, I'm like, wait, what is that? That's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I just I wanted to be some, like, shining spot of light for people during the day, uh, well, not during the day, but, you know, in the evening, uh, once a week, so that they could rely on at least one little shiny spot. Because um, I know it's it's tough for people who are used to being out in the world and, you know, extroverted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, how does being an introvert work with being a singer-songwriter um, performing. <laughs> um, it's interesting. So I am what I like to consider an extroverted introvert. Okay. I have no problem talking to people, getting up, singing in front of thousands of people. Not a problem. Um, but if I could be a house cat, I would totally be a house cat. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's just, I've always had a little performing bug, Okay. but outside of that, I just, I really like being home and, mm -hmm. you know, doing cooking stuff and baking and being artsy and, uh, you know, writing songs. And sure. I, I don't know that all songwriters need that sort of solitude to write um but i feel more comfortable mm -hmm. when there's nobody around for me to write yeah uh it's um 
it's unnerving to me if some like so I've lived I mean I'm currently living by myself but um I have lived with roommates before and boyfriends before and it's like if they're constantly there I will never write a song okay (laughs) because they're there and for me to be able to work out a song I can't have people listening in it's no, I can see that. You know, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I I don't want to show them how I'm making the sausage, right? Yes. Like, because I yes. need to. I need to build this, and I need to be able to experiment and play. And oh, that that phrase didn't work, or those chords didn't work, and so that makes a lot of right. sense. Yeah. Yes. So um, yeah, that's that's sort of how my extroverted intro- introvertedness works. Okay. <laughs> um. Why did you pick Over the Rainbow as the one cover song you did on the album? I had started playing it a number of years ago, and I love that song. And the more I sing it, the happier it makes me. And the more I sing it, the more I feel like I have my own version of it that mm-hmm. um, I've, I've gotten you know, positive feedback on. Oh, it's a great version. I love it. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so I've gotten I've gotten good feedback over the years on it, and um, uh, I will say this: my aunt loves that song, and every time I play it, she cries. Um, she's an emotional person, mm-hmm. <laughs> but so I, as I was going through everything for the album and picking which songs were going to go on, I. I thought, okay, well, I want to I wanna do Over the Rainbow as a bonus track. Well, trying to make a bonus track happen with the distribution companies that are out there right now, I was unsuccessful. Okay. So it's just it's just part of the album. Okay. <laughs> um, I really wanted to offer it as a bonus track, but it's just, it's just a track now. So um, a couple weeks ago, um, Lynn and I ended up watching a um judy garland documentary um and um and it it actually was a wizard of oz documentary now that i remember and liza minnelli made the statement that she doesn't know if there's another song more connected to a singer than over the rainbow and her mother what do you think about that? Probably a fair statement. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know anyone who doesn't know that song. Yeah. And people might not know that specifically Judy Garland, the younger folk, yeah, uh, might spe- might not specifically know the name Judy Garland, but they will immediately know that it's from The Wizard of Oz. Right. I, I thought that was interesting, and because like you know, you certainly can make the discussion that um, you know, New York, New York, Frank Sinatra, Sweet yes, Caroline, Neil, you know, Diamond. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, but for a song to be a classic that has been recorded by so many different people, um, yes. I, so I thought many it, different versions. Yeah, I, and and I think that's a that is a fair assessment, even though. And you know she's biased. It's her mom, but um, and it just made me when I when I heard that, and then when we saw the documentary, I thought about like what a what a cool song to include, what a great version of it, and just kind of interesting. Thanks. All right. So what's next for Perry Adams? What what are oh the next steps on promoting the album, uh, making music? What what what, are, what do you got next on your your musical journey? Well, I have a couple more interviews that I'm doing um, this week and maybe next week. I can't remember, but um, I've got a couple more interviews lined up to talk about the album. And so those articles will be coming out and I will be sharing them, of course. And uh, I am starting to uh, look to the fall to see if maybe I can book some um, some album release dates 
around the country. So I was, I had originally been planning to do May and June, um, little weekend trips because of that pesky day job of mine. Yes. (laughs) Um, so I, uh, I was thinking of sort of trying to transplant that to the fall instead of May, June. So like maybe October, November, I'd start Mm -hmm. planning all, all sorts of, um, little weekend trips. Okay. Yeah. Trying to, trying to line up, um, some in-person things, um, and go out and talk to people maybe six feet away, but (laughs) go out and talk to people. Um, and then I, I've been tossing around the idea of making a Christmas album. Okay. Um, and I was thinking that I could do just an acoustic, like a simple acoustic Christmas album to put right. out. That, that would be kind of fun. Yeah, that would be. Um, all right. If someone wants to get the album, um, let's talk about all the different ways. And then on a, how's the best way for you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm out for streaming on all of the streaming sites. Um, I, you can download via iTunes, Amazon, um, Bandcamp. There, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of other download okay. sites as well. Um, the best way for me is if you download it off of perryadams.com. Okay. Um, the CDs are also available on perryadams.com. Okay. Uh, I say CDs because Whiskey Aftermath is available and then my previous EP is available as well. Okay. Good. Very nice. Good. Um, what have I not asked you that I should have asked you? <laughs> Good question. We haven't talked about whiskey. We haven't talked about whiskey. So um, Linda um, went to the Linda, my beautiful bride, yes. um, went to the liquor store the other day, and she came back. She goes, "There's not any." Any of the cheap whiskey available, Jesse? She's <laughs> like, I'm just like, there, there are. You can't find um, just regular Jack Daniels. You can't find Evan Williams. You can't find wow. Four Roses. Um, wow. Yeah, in Texas. So, um, I mean, liquor stores are closed here in Pennsylvania. Really? Yes. No. It's so sad. I had to go and forage a bottle of Jameson from my sister's house this weekend. (laughs) Um, So Pennsylvania did not determine that that is a um, essential service. Yeah, no, they, they decided that the gun stores were essential, but not the liquor stores. So, (laughs) well, um, I mean, I guess the two in combination might prove explosive. That is hilarious. (laughs) Um, Perry, because um, I'd actually read some studies that, and this is sad, yet I'm going to giggle about it, um, (laughs) that people that have severe alcohol addictions, that by not keeping the liquor store open could put a strain on an already strained medical system. And that was one of the reasons why certain states kept the liquor stores open. I mean, that's, I think that's sound right there. Yeah. Sound um, reasoning. Um, now, I will say this. Um, the one, the major grocery store chain here in Pittsburgh does sell wine and beer. Okay. So those are still available. Okay. But uh, hard alcohol, you have, they have this weird lottery system where you can order it online mm-hmm. but there's only a certain number of people who can order it online yes. per day and i have not lucked out on that so if far. anyone listening has an extra bottle of irish whiskey <laughs> um reach out to me i will get you perry's mailing p.o box and we will yeah. send that over uh, you like gifting me a bottle of whiskey yes yeah <laughs> Um, now I will tell you what was really cool and Linda did not know this. Um, there is, um, Trinity, um, Irish pub and hall is one of our favorite places here in Dallas. 
um, great um, typical Irish pub. Mm -hmm. uh, they, I love they, Irish pub. Yeah, they, they, um, they have great food. They, they are always open uh, for all the different rugby and, and you know, uh, European soccer and all these different um, matches. Um, they have a special, um, the Sunday before and the Sunday after your birthday, if you go, they take your age of percent off on the food. So if you are 35, they give you a 35% discount, uh, not on alcohol, just on food. Um, and they said, and even if you were 101, they would comp your meal and give you 1% of the food and a gift card. Oh, <laughs> um, that is awesome. But they do routine, um, you know, whiskey tastings where, yes. you know, they will do scotches or Irish or they'll do mm -hmm. bourbon and, uh, and they'll have um, the, you know, food to go with it, right? The tasting oh, yeah. plates to go. Um, That's nice. They are offering to go. <laughs> so um, let me see if I can pull that up really quick. That um, is excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the um, where um, I'm going to see if what the latest one he did is. Um, and um, so anyway, they aren't open yet because um the, in Texas, you had to be, um, you have to have over 50% of your food, of your bill come from food. And because they are a traditional uh, pub, it doesn't get that. So, right. um, so they aren't open yet. They're hoping. And so um, let's see if they had the, um, I was going to look at the different um, tasting so that they had, um, yeah, I'm not seeing it, uh, but they did. They had a um, where you you went and um, they gave it to you, you know, socially distanced. And yes. in the package is the four samples of the different kind of Irish whiskey <laughs> and including the tasting plates that they would have on that. Um, and you could take that to go and then they were online will be saying, okay, all right, now then let's do that. And the person would being virtually talking about the tasting and going through that. And that's I true. thought that was the coolest <laughs> thing ever. So, Absolutely. Yes. I'd order that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So um, I know I will have to share with Linda that you are doing this. Yes, she's, um, you know, she, we have had, um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's starting to warm up. So she tends to switch from bourbon to vodka, you know, for a lighter. Um, but she sure. is very concerned that, um, we are not finding the, uh, bourbons that we love, uh, out uh -oh. there. So yes, so we are, we are concerned. So that is nice. They'll have to they'll have to get them back in eventually. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, as always, I love visiting with you. It's always a blast. You are so much fun. Um, I, I love the album. I, I think you should be so proud of how it Thank came you. out. Um, and you you sound amazing. You the the songs are beautiful. So I, I'm really proud of you. I, I hope everyone goes and and picks up a copy, downloads it, and and support local music, especially, you know, with someone who's trying to do uh, this. Um, I just think that that's really important, and I sure hope that they're going to support you and go enjoy your music. Thank you. I hope they do too. And thank you, thank you for having me. I. I really enjoy our chats. <laughs> Thank you. That sounds great. Um, all right. So um, you've kind of already mentioned your website, but you go again. Tell us how they can find you on social media, the website, share all that. So social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I'm all Perry Love. 
Um, and what are the social medias that are out there? Well, I think all of the social medias at this point, I'm Perry Love. And if I'm not Perry Love, I'm Perry Adams. All A's, no E's. Uh, PerryAdams.com. Again, all A's, no E's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's good. Find me anywhere. All right. And uh, I have a favor. If you end up ordering a CD or downloading it, put a note in that you heard it from me um, so that um, Perry will know that my audience is supporting her. Um, I appreciate that a lot. Uh, Yes, please. All shout outs are appreciated. Yes. Um, Please, please stay safe. Take care of yourself. Um, I I hope that um, if you end up doing the album, come back on and we'll promote that or you know later this summer when you're when you're talking about doing it let's let's have you back on and talk about the tour to get you some promotion because i agree yeah that'd be great i just love visiting with you (laughs) i'm actually looking at texas as as an option for doing a show so hopefully um i can actually meet you in person that would be great i would love that um perry Take care of yourself. Be safe. Listeners, you take care of yourself. Be safe. Uh, We will talk to you soon. And um, just we'll meet you further on down the road. And we'll have a good day. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading story sharing podcast that is the one the only that listening bruce the set listening bruce is part of the southgate media podcast group the theme for set listening bruce was written by david rosen used by from It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.